And I said I would. And guess what? I will. I'm curious. Yeah. When I get time. When I'm not talking. Yeah. I haven't got time to listen to stuff because I'm always talking. There's too much listening in the world. There should be more talking. Yeah, people talking to themselves like I am. Uh, driving around. Physics, the mini-series, an introduction, take two. Physics, I suppose, must be about thinking um, how things work physically. Is that where the word comes from, physics, physically? It has to be, right? So if something isn't physical, um, all right, now, you know, here comes the nucleus of a definition. is staying in for lunch. Uh, one thing I already know is that miracles are going to be out in my classroom. And that's not because I disrespect miracles or that I disrespect uh, intuition or uh, spirituality or gut feelings, you know, religion all those things. It's not that I disrespect those things. Um, I, I think those things all have their time and place. Yeah, but their time and place is not in my classroom. Their time and place is in you know, another classroom. Yeah. And sometimes I take those classes in those other classrooms, you know, when, the, when uh, they're short, a teacher. Yeah, oh, 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 I'm happy to take a religion class, you know. Like, normally I do physics. Um, uh, but, you know, if I jump into a, a, a religion class, what is it, a religious education class, and, um, and the rules of that classroom are that the Bible is literally true, then, you know, I walk in and I say to the students, now listen, um, in this classroom water can be turned into wine. Have you got the flexibility of mind to be able to cope with that, kids, you know? Uh, you know, and there, there's some, you know, sometimes you get a kid saying, you know, yes, but um, I was in your physics class the other day and you said that's impossible. You know, the, you know, the, the nuclear fusion and the nuclear fission involved would uh, blow up Jerusalem, you know? And I say, yes, that was in the other classroom, but you're in this classroom now and I'm changing the definition. Have you got the flexibility of mind? that sort of thing you know so miracles are out they already know miracles are going to be out but not because i disrespect miracles i quite like them actually i like a good miracle one of my agents that's you scarlet has told me that a Florida man has died microwaving a microwave. That'd be microwaving, well, I guess that means putting a microwave, a microwave oven in another microwave oven. Um, welcome to physics. <laughs> oh, I thought he took one for the team. You know, team Charlie, uh, we need people like that. Um, my brother was doing an experiment uh, and um, 
it involved a, a, a fire and a gas bottle and um, ended up being airlifted to the Alfred Hospital from um, the middle of Victoria. <laughs> so this guy in Florida, he's, he's taken one for the team properly. My brother's experiment, by the way, involved a lot of beer as well. And uh, I suspect the Florida experiment might have as well, but uh, I, I've got no information about that. Now, I, I did physics when I was young at school, as many of us did. Uh, but doing physics isn't being good at physics, you know. I think largely I just learned how to pass the exams um, and, uh, and then occasionally got interested in some things along the way, you know. I used to like the planets, you know. But I hated it. Um, I hated it when physics got into uh, you know, the sort of stuff that might have got me a job in physics, you know. That stuff seemed really boring. just had a pang of moral doubt, uneasiness, because uh, I'm not qualified to do an episode on physics. I, I should have um, thought about that before I started. Uh, but then again, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing dramatic um, editing here. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Look, imagine a, imagine a guy called Plato with a what? Uh oh, hang on. I went too far. Don't want to get stuck under a boom gate. Um, I'm on Brunswick Road, right outside the Kingdom Hall of Jehovah's Witnesses. And um, yeah, I nearly got caught on the train line. <laughs> um, my mum did that once. And uh, the boom gate landed on our roof. Yeah, six kids in the car. She didn't know whether to go forward or backwards, you know, and half the kids were saying go forwards and half the kids were saying go backwards. <laughs> but there was a car behind her and oh, she, look, she just got flustered. Um, so the easiest thing to do was uh, just freeze, you know. Um, that's the most natural thing to do, rabbits do it. And, uh, and in, the, in, the, in the spotlight, you know, bang. <laughs> uh, that was the um, shotgun, that wasn't the train. Anyway, um, so, the boom gate came down and landed on our roof and then at that point mum decided to back up slowly and as she backed up slowly the boom gate sort of came scraping down our uh, front window this is when we were kids and um we had all, all i can remember about that was this big flashing red light you know the flashing red lights they have along the boom gate um right in front of you know like flashing large flashing large in our front window, sitting on our bonnet, you know, just a, sort of half on the bonnet, half on the windscreen. And all of us, the seven of us in the car, you know, pre-seat belts, I don't know. You know. There's no way all of us could have had a seatbelt on it. Yeah, you know, th these are the days when seatbelts were a little bit more optional. If our cars had seatbelts at all, some of our cars didn't. We had a lot of cars because my dad was a, a panel beater, you know, um, and he had a lot of cars. He had, a, he had his other job too, though, but he was panel beating on the side at that point in time. Um, but he had his main job. Now, um, 
Um, so, yeah, seven of us just watching this red flag, and um, and the train went whoosh right in front. It's not too far away. Uh, you know, the boom gate went up, and it all was all right. And Mum tootled off. Uh, too much chat. I just decided. Uh, let's get back to what we're really supposed to be talking about, uh, which is human rights and uh, personal growth. No, no, wait, no, physics. That's right. Nearly uh, broke out into a cold sweat there. Let's get back to it. Look, I'm detecting things happening physically. Physically. Not emotionally, not religion, all that sort of stuff, you know. Um, so, um, it's a game. You know, and by saying a game, by saying it's a game, what I mean is, um, I'm not ruling out that all that spirituality and everything isn't happening at the same time, right? I'm not ruling that out. This isn't a competition between faith and science. You know, this isn't a competition. You know, this is a huge deal for me that it's not a competition. Um, I'm not ruling out any of the other things, but within the within a game I want to play, I want to um, put those things aside for the purposes of the game. You know, much like when we're playing football or watching football. But when we're playing football, you know, I played football recently um, in a sort of you know, one-off match. Um, we know we can do anything we want to a football in ordinary circumstances. You know, when we're not playing the game, you know, we can grab a, a, a we can grab a, a big spike and put that spike right through the ball and pop it. You know, you can do all sorts of things. We know that you can throw the ball when in football you, you have to hand pass the ball. You know, so what you do when you hop on the footy field and um, is you know you can do all sorts of things to the ball. You know, you can sleep with it at night if you like but not on the footy field. Now what you do is while you're playing the game, you know, you're not denying that you can do all sorts of things to the, that football, um, some of those things you know, quite possibly um, disturbing, um, off while you're, whilst you're not playing the game. You know, that's no problem. Uh, but once, you know, it's almost like you agree to say, listen, I just want to look at this football from one angle. Um, so I'm going to play a game and I'm just going to put some rules around this game and I'm going to put some boundaries around it and um, and physics is like that I think you know um, it's a game we play where we put a you know we put some boundaries around what we're going to talk about and what we're not going to talk about and um, and the things we're not going to talk about you know if you want to play physics properly if you want to muck it up and you know, it's really annoying when you're playing football and someone runs onto the field with a cricket bat and whacks the ball, you know. Every time that happens, it really annoys me, you know. Um, you know, you, you kick the ball and up comes someone in, you know, flannels, you know, the full whites and um, dances up the pitch, you know, and, um, and hits, hits, hits the ball, hits the football with a cricket bat and hits it for six, you know. Um, and it seems very happy about that good shot, you know. Whereas we would say, you know, out on the full, that's a bad shot, you know. Um, uh, notwithstanding the cricket bats are illegal. You know, look, do you know what I'm getting at? You know? I'm having a bit of fun chatting here because I'm just in a good mood. Um, anyway, what I'm saying is um, physics is like that. 
It's annoying when you're playing a game of physics and you just, and you know, you sort of, look, I'm playing physics to do with the physical stuff, you know what I mean? And put all the Aristotle and Plato aside for a minute. I'll get back to that in a minute because I do like talking about those guys. I love talking about those guys. Um, and, uh, um, but, uh, you know, if, 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 if it's like me saying to you, listen, I want to play um, a game of physics. And you say, okay, and um, do you mind if we have some rules, I might say, you know, on this physics, that we just talk about physical stuff, just physical stuff. You know, oh, yeah, but, you know, my faith is really important to me, so I really want to talk about God. I say, listen, you know, can you leave it off the football field, is what I'm saying. And if you can't, then, uh, are you, as, are you, you know, would you be as annoying as that guy that ran onto the field in the grand final with a cricket bat um, while everyone was playing football and whacked the football with a cricket bat. Yeah, are you doing that? You know, something like that. So, um, look, lots of chat to get to my point, uh, but that's me. Um, so, in the foregoing, foregoing? In the bit coming up, uh, foregoing, yeah, in the bit coming up, um, I chat about that a lot, and I, I labor the point a little bit, but uh, yeah, I, I don't mind laboring the point because solidifies it in my own mind for a start you know as I, as I sort of if I can if I hear things many times it starts to make more sense to me so I don't mind saying the same thing over and over again I don't mind saying the same thing over and over again I don't mind saying smack <laughs> right um, um, but I, I do like um, and I, I think it's I think it's um, relevant I do like thinking about one interchange or um, disagreement um, that occurred, as far as I know, between Plato and Aristotle on a technicality, on a point of technicality, you know. And um, I think it relates to this. And um, Plato, um, now I'm gonna butcher this, but listen, it's Plato with a Y. I almost um, came up with this idea before. Plato, not the real Plato, this other guy Plato who was around at the same time, okay? Who <laughs> was a bit like Plato. Um, but he, he wasn't quite as clever as Plato, you know, your mate. <laughs> and, this, and, and there was another guy called Aristotle with two T's, you know, Aristotle with two T's. Uh, again, a friend of the other Aristotle with one T. Well, no, that Aristotle's got two T's too. But I mean, Aristotle with a double T in there somewhere, you know? Um, T-T-L-E, you know. Um, and um, Plato and Aristotle, um, Plato imagined that all the physical things that we see in the world, that there was a, um, that there must be an ideal sort of form of that in another dimension, basically, in his, what he called his world of forms, you know. Um, so if you can, uh, if, if you see a, uh, something that's in the shape of a circle. No, if you see a, uh, what's a good example? I don't want to use something that's a bit dodgy. Um, a brick. <laughs> right, you've got a brick. Yeah, you know, a brick, house brick. Um, and you're holding it in your hand and you're looking at it and you look at it and you say, that's not a perfect brick, you know, because um, it's got a few little, you know, it's not quite straight and all that sort of stuff. And Plato said, that is a good brick. But in this world, in the physical world, nothing's perfect. 
and I, I must say he's got a point there. Um, and um, he said, I'm imagining a, a, another world where there is an ideal brick upon which this brick um, is based. Yeah. Now, if Plato has lost you at this point, then he's lost me as well. <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Look, what he was talking about was, you know, he, he thought, and I haven't actually been able to disprove him on this point in my mind, um, that you can't have, for example, a perfect circle in nature. You know, in the physics world, in the physical world, you can't create a perfect circle, right? Because a perfect circle is a sort of a line around a central point where everything, every point on that line is equidistant from the center, you know? So for every point on a physical circle, you know, if you were to make a physical circle, to be equidistant from the center, if you were to draw a circle, um, that line would have to be, have a width of zero anything. You know, zero meters, zero centimeters, zero millimeters, whatever you want, zero kilometers. You know, um, doesn't really matter what the unit of measurement is. If it's zero, does it? Um, and uh, you can't do that. You, know, you can't draw such a line. Now, I think um, if I if I really thought hard, look, Plato. I think Plato couldn't find a, an example of where a circle could be drawn. That was perfect. But what he said is, and yet in our heads we have this idea of a circle. We know what a circle is, you know, because I actually said it before. You know, um, um, a circle is a line where every point on that line is equidistant from the centre. It's a a line of um, zero width. Now I've got that in my head right now, and yet I can't produce it physically. You know, so it's something that exists in my head, but it doesn't exist physically. Okay. Um, and Plato would um, Plato would say that that doesn't exist in the physical world, but he said it does exist somewhere because I can, I'm thinking about it. Um, so he said it exists in our imagination or what he called the ideal world of forms, you know. Um, and I like that. I like that a lot, you know. But Aristotle came along and said, who cares? <laughs> I like Aristotle too. You know, he said something like that. Who cares? You know, Aristotle with two Ts just before the L. Um, and Aristotle got busy just measuring the circles he could find, you know. Whereas Plato imagined this perfect circle and um, and investigated that, you know. Look, somehow we'll get onto all of that. But we've got a distinction here, you know. Um, stuff that is um, ideal and stuff that is real, you know. Okay, we'll, we'll exploit that somehow. I'm not sure how. Um, but then we've got stuff that's totally made up in our imagination, you know, that can't exist. Um, all right. Uh, the, oh, sorry, that could exist, but we don't know. But there's no way to prove it physically. All right. Um, so I feel we've got three levels there. I'll have to. I'll have to explore that too. Um, we've got the level of um, something that um, seems very supernatural. You know, supernatural completely to us, and that is um, the idea of 
me being in Melbourne right now, clicking my fingers and teleporting myself to London. All right. Now, that seems perfectly supernatural to me. It seems perfectly supernatural. That's one level. All right, so we'll call that the supernatural. Okay, miracles, all that sort of thing. Water being turned into wine. You know, we can't physically, we can't even, even in Plato's world of forms, we can't conceptualize how that could occur. You know, we can do it in our imagination, just, you know, like a science fiction movie. Um, so that's one layer, you know. And, th and this is just me, you know, just trying to work this out. So we've got this whole layer of supernatural, spiritual, um, and all that sort of stuff, you know, where you just imagine things happening, but you've got no way of knowing whether you're right or not. You know, you're just imagining that there's a God who made the universe, you know. You've got, you know, other than reaching into your own imagination or spirituality or anything like that, you've got no way to sort of know that, you know. Now, I'm not discounting all of that. If someone has reached into his or her um, well of spirituality and intuition um, and possibly emotion and all that sort of stuff and, and actually has seen God there, I'm not discounting that. Good, you know. And this is where I, I hope to be physics with a difference, you know. I hope to be physics with a difference. Okay, um, I'm not discounting that. I'm saying, great, you know. And, you know, one day I'll do a, an episode on that, you know, and we'll talk about that. In fact, I already have. You know, I'm up to my 92nd episode now, and I've talked about all that stuff, you know. Um, got no problem with it. Um, uh, but that's one whole layer. The supernatural layer, you know, in which, you know, um, uh, you can say that, you know, like if you're an atheist, you can say the universe um, popped into existence, you know, a perceived existence, you know, um, out of nothing, you know. That's kind of supernatural, you know. Um, yeah, that whole idea. So that's out, right? Um, whatever, that's totally supernatural. Now, there's this whole area of thinking that I, I think I'll bring in, because you know, I kind of have to, because <laughs> I can't talk, there's so many things I can't talk about if I don't. And it's not supernatural, it's, um, it's what Plato called um, ideal models, you know, ideal models of what we do see in the in physical nature, all right? Ideal models of what we do physically perceive and what we are physically able to measure. So you're able to draw a circle, you know, a pretty good circle, not perfect, but a pretty good circle with your finger in the sand at the beach, okay? So you draw this circle and you say, you look at it and you say, that's a circle, all right? Yeah, look, you say to yourself, it's not a perfect circle, you know, because it's a bit fat and all that sort of stuff. You've done it by hand. Um, in the sand, you know. Mm. I'm a rapper and I don't know it. And um, so you draw this circle and you look at it. Okay. But in your head, um, you, you're able to picture a more, a more perfect circle than that circle is. And you're sort of thinking, what is the area of that circle? You know, and you look, you've done school. You went to school, so you know the area is um, pi r squared. I nearly got, I had to remember then, sorry. <laughs> um, and um, 
and then the circumference is 2 pi r, isn't it, or pi d. Okay. Uh, oh, look, we've got to, we've got to make this um, episode about physics. So, pi r squared is a constant, and it's pi, 3.141 something, um, times the radius of the circle squared. Yeah. So pi times the radius times the radius gives you the area of that um, thing, that circle, which is useful if you've got a circular paddock and you want to work out how much, um, how many seeds you need to put in that paddock. Um, you, know, you want to calculate that. Um, otherwise, you'll waste some seed, and then next harvest you'll go hungry, and you'll, your whole family will die. You know, so there, there's some value in in doing all this sort of stuff. You know, in doing these calculations and all that sort of stuff. Right. So you're looking at this circle in the sand. Now, um, in the absolute, on, in the if, if if you're going to have a spiritual moment or a highly, you know, sort of um, imaginative moment, you might say that's a that might be a square. I only think it's a circle, you know. Now that's the that's the stuff we don't want to talk about in this episode. That's just being stupid, you know. Um, look, it's not being stupid, but it's, it's it, it belongs in a different classroom, not this classroom, right? That sort of thinking. This is like you know this whole area of saying if two equals three, you know, then one plus two equals four. You know, we don't want to play that game. You know, now we know we can do those sorts of things. You know, you know when we're having fun when we're not playing in the game of physics, we don't want to do all that here. You know, we're inside the game, so we're going to put some rules in place. So, it's just so we don't get annoyed, you know. Okay, so I'm looking at this circle in the sand, and I sort of think, do you know what? Just by looking at that, I can imagine a perfect circle. I wish I had drawn it better. And then in your imagination, you imagine that you did draw it perfectly. And at that moment in time, um, even though it doesn't exist physically, this circle that you've got in your mind, it, um, is, it is an ideal model of something that you can um, see or perceive in nature. And, um, and I, I think there's some value in um, allowing that to be discussed in our classroom, in our physics classroom. In fact, we will. I've, I've had the radio on all this time. Has that been annoying you? Um, I had it on soft. I didn't even notice it was on. It's the ABC. It's so boring. It's right next to silence at the ABC. Um, now, um, so I think we'll allow that. Now, we're going to not allow miracles, supernatural stuff, emotions, you know, what we believe instinctively or intuitively. That's out of this discussion, you know, it's out of my classroom. Get out, you know. Um, but at the same time, I have infinite respect for all those disciplines. You know, um, if you believe there's God and all that sort of stuff, I've got no problem with that, but let's talk about that another day, you know. Um, and I, I say that a lot when I'm talking about things like physics, um, but it really does sort of mess up the game when you're busy talking about something, you're trying to measure how long it's going to take you to get to Ballarat if um, you're doing 100 kilometres per hour and um, it's 100 kilometres um, to Ballarat and then someone said, if we pray hard, we might get there in 20 minutes. You know, you want to say, shut up, I'm busy trying to get to Ballarat, you know? And that's what I'm talking about. In this um, 
in this discussion, leave God out of it, you know, only because it's not for any reason, not because God doesn't exist or anything like that, or it can't be proved, blah, 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 in the world of physics, in the game, it can't be proved within the game that I'm playing, of course it can't be proved within the game I'm playing, but I'm not saying he doesn't exist, God, you know, or whatever, or the, you know, your local witch doctor isn't, is, is not telling the truth, if he says that, um, if he slaps two kippers, over your tummy when you've got a tummy ache that'll cure it. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying I'm, it doesn't belong here. You know, put it aside. Otherwise, you're you know, otherwise you're going to get booed. You know, just like that guy who ran onto the field once upon a time in the middle of a grand final in the footy, um, and he was holding a cricket bat and he was dressed in his full whites, and um, the ball spilled free out of a, a pack and the guy um kim hughes style danced up to the ball you know three four um three four steps up to the pitch you know because the pitch is still in the middle of the ground even when you're playing footy you know um uh, because you know we're getting ready for cricket season and um and 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 whacked that football for six now you know he loves cricket good on him but it doesn't belong here, is what I'm saying. Okay, now I've arrived at work, so I'll probably put an end to this bulldust. <laughs> um, in uh, a much more, perhaps, succinct way, I spoke about all of this yesterday and the day before, just driving around and hanging out the washing, you know. And um, I left a few loose ends there as I was chatting to you just now. Um, but I'll just leave them loose because I've, I've got to get into work. And... Um, and maybe those loose ends will be tied up a little bit by the by the bits coming up after this, you know, which is, you know, I'll take you back to yesterday and the day before me me chatting about physics, you know, this new series I'm starting called Physics. Okay. But, look, what I was probably going to get at with all of that chat just then is that I'm imagining three layers. The supernatural, that's out. The middle layer, you know, where you can imagine perfect circles and perfect triangles and, you know, ideal sort of models... You know, models of um, of what you're observing in the real world, um, and you can do maths on those models. You know, you can do pi r squared um, on a perfect circle in your mind, even though that perfect circle doesn't exist in real life. But it is a useful calculation because you can relate it back to the physical world. You know, um, very directly. You know, so. That's admitted. Now, in, in my day, that was called pure maths, you know, and it's probably called pure physics too. You know, where you imagine certain things uh, are possible that aren't actually possible in the real world. You know, the idea of actually doing 100 kilometres an hour perfectly to Ballarat, um, that's impossible. You know, how are you going to keep your car going exactly at 100 kilometres an hour and not 100.001 kilometers an hour sometimes and 99.9999 kilometers an hour sometimes you can't drive to ballarat on 100 kilometers an hour you can't you know um you'd have to get a run up you know let's say you know 100 kilometers between point a and point b you know point a in melbourne and point b in ballarat well first you'd have to get a run up so that you're already doing 100 kilometers an hour as you passed point a because you can't start at zero and then speed up because you're not doing 100 kilometers an hour at the start then at point a you know so you've got to get a run up and then you've got to maintain that speed exactly you know you can't do it you know um you can't do 100 kilometers an hour perfectly um so, but 
um, by doing the calculation, speed equals distance over time, or time equals um, distance over speed, you know, which is another way of saying the same thing. Um, so you go 100 kilometers divided by 100 kilometers per hour, um, and the two kilometers, you know, cancel the two KMs, and uh, the, you've got a, a, a two to the power of minus one in the denominator, so that becomes, you know, um, an hour <laughs> to the power of one. Yeah, that's what we'll get into maths. Um, but the point is, you can do all the calculations in your head on the ideal trip to Ballarat, right? That's what you do when you're going to Ballarat. Um, I'm going to make an ideal trip to Ballarat and it's going to take me an hour. And then you do it in real life, and, um, and um, you know, sometimes you're doing slightly over 100, sometimes, you know, slightly under 100. Sometimes you have to go through, you know, you get held up by traffic jam, so then you have to do 120 kilometers an hour probably in real life. But the point is, you get there in roughly an hour, you know. You did the calculation that said, and you know, your, your wife asks you, how long before we're in Ballarat? And I say, one hour. Yeah, and then yeah, she says, liar, you know, what are you? Do you think you're living in the world of forms? And I said, what? Yeah, I was listening to your podcast. What a load of rubbish that was. Yeah, I just paid you back for your podcast. Oh, all right. Well, we'll be in uh, Ballarat in roughly an hour. What did you say an hour? <laughs> just joking. Um, okay, so that's it. So layer one, supernatural, out. Don't talk about it. Don't want to know. Don't want miracles. You know, leave it out. Look, miracles might have happened in the past. Miracles might happen in the future. You might have a miracle on your hands right now, but I don't want to hear about it in this classroom. Um, just, just leave it alone because it's not going... I, I don't even want to explain. Just don't want to talk about it. All right, next thing. Um, ideal models of that which you want to measure, look at, consider in the physical world. Ideal models, that's in. You know, and I call that, I'm going to call it, you know, look, pure maths, pure physics, you know, pure everything. Ideal, pure, you know, pure models. A little bit like an architect, you know, draws a perfect, you know, well, even he can't draw a perfect model of a building he wants to, or she. Sorry, I forgot about my friend at work. She's going to kill me if she listens to this podcast. She can't, you know, because I don't do these podcasts under my own name. Um, Career-limiting moves. Uh, those would be, you know, making, um, having your name on the internet. I don't have my name on the internet, my real name. Everything is fake. I've got no online presence. You know. That's the way it should be. You know. um, I've got my agents out there um, who, who tell me what's happening in the online world, you know, and they report back to me. And that's why you, Scarlett, were able to, you know, that's where I got my information about the guy who, um, tried to microwave a microwave oven. I presume he put a microwave oven inside another microwave oven, a small one and a big one. But then I started to think, how did he get the, uh, oh no, yes, you could do that. Because the second, I was, see, I was sort of imagining both were plugged in and both were going. Um, but then you would have to have a little hole drilled in the bigger one for the cord to come out. You know, maybe you could put a generator in there. Um, Yes, all right, so this is what physics is about. You'd have to set up the experiment, you know. But maybe you just put a, a, a microwave that was switched off into the microwave. And um, oh, I can't see how that would blow up, you know. I'll have to investigate that one. Um, hmm. Um, and, and he died, you know. Took one for the team. Okay, so supernatural's out. 
ideal world of you know ideal models of what we observe in real life are in so there'll be we'll split this discussion into two levels pure physics and real world physics how's that and that's enough for uh, physics the introduction take two yeah. and um, I, we will now move on to physics the introduction take three I have no idea whether we need all these introductions but I don't ask questions of myself I am not accountable to myself I, I go with my feelings it's all about feelings it's not about facts 